Hello, I'm Chris Biddle and welcome to episode 96 of Inside AgriTurf. We are constantly being told that we are in the age of agriculture 4.0, the fourth agricultural revolution. The first was 12,000 years ago when humans started farming. The second from the 17th century with the formal organisation of farmland. And the third was the introduction of heavy machinery alongside fertilisers, pesticides and high yield crop breeds post-war in the 1950s and 60s. This fourth age refers to the adoption of new technologies such as AI, intelligent machines, data gathering, GPS, robots, drones and the like. And of course, many of these are already being successfully utilised, but the rate of progress, as always, is governed by the rate of adoption. We are also in an age where environmental considerations are driving the development of new technologies, particularly in the use of fossil fuels and chemicals. In Agritech, we have moved on from a time of government-sponsored research and development, or indeed relying on the industry's big players and multinationals, having the time and resources to trial all the new technologies. That now comes to a large extent from specialist R&D startups who then hope to catch the eye of the big hitters to integrate their ideas and technology into their portfolio. And in the UK, we are blessed in having a pool of extremely talented research engineers and technologists who are constantly pushing the boundaries. We've recently seen the successful production of crops from sowing to harvest without any operators in the field with the 35-hectare hands-free farm, one of the principles Kit Franklin featured in episode 5 of this podcast back in 2020. A stunning achievement, with the only question being, what next? Now, in the last episode of Inside AgriTurf, we heard from Campbell Scott, with 30 years' experience with Massey Ferguson, talk about his new company, Atomic Tractors, working with a team of researchers on zero-emission power units for tractors, and even looking to reimagine that iconic little grey Fergie with new electronic technology. Today, I'm delighted to welcome a young agritech entrepreneur whose innovative new app, AgDrive was born out of practical farming experience and which won him the top innovation award at the recent Llama show. So well done to Will Dunn and thank you for joining me. And Will, before we delve into the rationale and development of AgDrive, I understand you've just returned from a business trip to Australia. Perhaps you could uh, tell me about it. We were over in Australia as part of the as part of Innovate UK on their global business innovation program. So there was 15 businesses, I believe, that we were with. We went over to Evoke Ag, which was a very big ag tech conference over in Adelaide. And then we also, we were pretty much, we did a lot of visits around the around Australia, um, visiting different states, um, seeing, well, pretty much learn about technology, uh, the technology scene over in Australia, and then potentially finding partnerships for setting up in Australia. Um, and the whole purpose of the trip was to find collaborative partners over there. So touch wood, I, have, I think I found my collaborative partner over there who's going to be the, um, the head of Australia for, for selling our drive over there, which is oh, 
Oh, but, that's great. Um, was that easy uh, to, to find? Um, yeah, I did have to do a bit of digging, but obviously because agriculture is so well connected, you know, it only takes a couple of people that you know of in the industry who, you know, recommend you to actually find a particular person. And, and yeah, um, farming is very well connected. And that's why, yeah, it was, in a way, it was quite easy to actually find that. Only, only a few degrees of separation then. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, well, look, uh, we'll, let, let's start at the beginning as far as you're concerned. You you come from a, a farming family, is that correct? Yeah, so I am the I'm third, third, well, I'll be the third generation um, of, of, of in the farming uh, business. So we're farmers and agricultural contractors. Um, it was my dad and my granddad that started up contracting all of about 35 years ago. Um, we were tractor around Baylor from a hill farm in North Yorkshire. And then my dad has primarily grown the business. Um, you know, we now employ uh, 10 full-time lads. Um, and, yeah, we're contracting pretty much very close to near Helmsley Fursk in North Yorkshire. Uh, and that's pretty much the main bread and butter of the business as well as we do um, have our own farm inside. Um, we, we mix farm. We have um, a couple of contract farming agreements as well as um, we have sheep and cattle at home as well. And, and when you were on the farm and when you were growing up, uh, did you have any idea what your future direction was? Was it was it just to be um, the, the third generation of the farmers carry on with that? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I was always uh, riding on on tractors with all of our other lads. I mean, pretty much the majority of our workforce they'd be like my second father figures to myself. Um, I used to spend all my time starting tractors with them. I was absolutely tractor obsessed when I was younger. Um, you know, every single time I was out of school, it'd be, you know, sat on the track to learn how to bale straw or, you know, just riding about really. Indeed. But you you went on to university. What what did you what did you study? Where did you go? Yeah, so I ended up going to Newcastle University and, and doing a, a degree in agriculture with farm business management. Um, yeah, so I had a great time up there. Um, learned quite a bit as well as all the other recreational <laughs> things that you learn at uni. So where did the, the, the germ of the idea for AgDrive come from? Um, uh, was it really, did you see your father grappling with certain uh, tasks on the, uh, recording tasks on the farm or, or what was it? Yeah, so primarily it was, it was essentially when I came back from traveling in Australia, New Zealand, to then sort of once I've, you know, done pretty much post-university, and then working back home um, for the contracting business. When me and my dad, we were, well, pretty much I was getting more and more involved in the contracting business. Um, when it came to actually invoicing, we were still using paper-based diaries um, and timesheets. And every single fortnight, we'd have to collate all these timesheets. We'd get 10 timesheets off our operators. We'd then have to re-enter all this information into a black diary. That's what my dad used to do. And then we used to... Um, it, pretty much um, drop all the information into an invoicing system. And to me, that was, it was very time consuming and it was almost backwards. And so that's what sort of spurred the idea on, particularly with um, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I was sort of, I was looking at ways in which we could streamline the business and, and put my mark on, on, on the contracting side. And I, I felt this was something that we could definitely improve. Uh, and so I, I looked at different pretty much different way in which we'd streamline it this way. I mean, we started off sort of using Google Sheets and that really didn't work because it still didn't, we still had to get all the information off um, Google Sheets and then draw up the invoice. And so that's when I started looking into more 
our accounting software as well because what we were currently currently using for invoicing it was very dated it was like windows 98 sort of software and that's where we we started to move on to say um quickbooks for example very similar to how zero and sage online work and that's where we sort of had the idea of oh wouldn't it be fantastic if we could make the whole system completely paperless from recording the job from the operator through to actually sending the invoice to the customer all entirely paperlessly so, so there wasn't a particular eureka moment there was a sort of build-up of of um, information and thoughts about how you could streamline it was there uh, yeah, I would have said so. I mean, it was more the case of it was just, yeah, it was probably actually from sort of, you know, following my, following in my dad's footsteps of actually seeing how he was actually um, going through the, the whole invoicing process. And I just thought it was the most backwards way of, of doing it. And it was very slow. It was very tedious. And that was the sort of eureka moment. And then particularly it was spurred on by having a bit more time during the pandemic and sort of thinking about how we how we can improve things, and yeah, that was pretty much the the moment, if you like. And was it primarily uh, designed in, at the outset, um, Will, for farm contractors specifically? At the start, it was yes, but the more and more I've sort of developed AgDrive, is that we realise that essentially because of how we've made AgDrive so customizable, it's just um, a job recording tool that links into common accounting software. And we now have customers that are not just within agriculture. You know, we have it in the plant um, plant side, uh, haulage companies that are using it. You know, we've even got tradies using it. We've got electricians and plumbers using it. So the, the scope for AgDrive is very, very open in regard to that. It's just probably marketed more towards the agricultural contracting industry because that's the problem that I'm um, solving. And I know a lot of agricultural contractors are still using pen and paper yet we've all got millions of pounds of machinery sat in the yard and we're all still invoiced off the back of a fag packet. And so that was sort of, I wanted to try and improve the professionalism within the industry. And I think, you know, with AgDrive, we're on a mission to sort of eliminate the paperwork and as well professionalise the whole industry. And, and so how did, you, how did you go about it? What were the first steps in the development of, of AgDrive? Well, first of all, I'm not a developer myself, so I had to find a developer. Um, so I interviewed a couple of developers, um, sort of looked in and toyed with the idea. Um, we found a really good um, developer uh, locally to myself. And then from there, we sort of um, scoped a lot of the work out. And um, yeah, it took a couple of months of actually scoping it out. And then obviously, you know, pricing it up and seeing it was going to be, um, you know, justifiable to do. And then from there, um, yeah, we, we we went for it after speaking to we spoke to a number of contractors in the area and they all had the same problem. And we we sort of said what our idea was and, you know, would you be interested if we went and developed this? And so that was the sort of the basis to sort of say, yeah, there is a there is a business um, potentially with this. And that's when we sort of went, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to go and do it. So can you kind of summarise, Will, what what the app uh, does, or what, it, what features it provides? Yeah, okay. So pretty much AgDrive is a job recording tool for um, for businesses. So what we can do is we can actually schedule work to an operator. Um, it, it will then direct them to um, the actual job or to the field. As soon as that man starts the, the job recording, the manager will get a push notification to say that job is, has started. We'll be able to see the exact live location of that operator um, moving, going up and down um, the field through the GPS signal given off by their phone. As soon as that job is complete, um, the manager will get another push notification 
And then from there, within two clicks of a button, we can then link um, that job recording into, uh, well, can I drop the invoice through AgDrive itself, or we can link into common accounting software like Xero, Sage, and QuickBooks. And as well, we also provide other features within the app, such as timesheets, um, for actually knowing the hours that staff have worked, field, field mapping, pre-start health and safety checks. So before they actually start the job, you can set up checklists for the operators to actually fill out prior to the job recording beginning. And then as well, you know, operators can add in notes, photographs, you can, you know, can drop pins for operators as well. So it's pretty much the all-in-one man management tool for, um, for particularly for agriculture contractors for recording their work and essentially to eliminate the paperwork. Sure. And, and is there a connectivity between the contractor with the system and the customer, the farmer? Um, can the farmer... Uh, use the system to track the, the progress of the job? Uh, yes, they can. So at the moment, um, so, you know, large-scale farm businesses also use AgDrive. And as well, if their contractor that is doing the work for them is on AgDrive as well, they can also be linked together. And essentially, when a contractor turns up on a job, the, uh, the farmer or the customer can watch what, they, what that contractor is doing. So rather than having to message them to say, you know, how many bales have you done? In that particular field, the, the, the farmer already knows, and so we're just trying to provide more traceability within the within the industry, um, and as well, you know, when we actually record a job, we can actually with our invoice, we can actually send a PDF job report showing exactly what we've done in the field. And presumably, once you got to shall we call it the prototype stage, were you able sort to test it with um, a number of contractors? Presumably, you tested it at home uh, for, uh, as well. But um, what kind of sort of feedback were you getting from those early testers? Yeah, so primarily to start off, it was um, the home farming business that we were doing a lot of the sort of the beta testing with, and then once we sort of got a proper an MVP version of the of the app. We we put it to about twenty contractors that we sort of um, well that we knew, and so they gave us very great well very good feedback in regards to you know some of the you know what what didn't work, what maybe did work. I mean, my our main uh, sort of feedback to start with was was around the integrations in terms of how that would work, and it was just you know how how the actual flow. Um, works from actually the operator pressing the start work button through to actually you know sending the invoice so there's a lot of sort of tinkering with the actual flow um, of the app so in terms of timeline when did you actually launch uh, ag drive then will so officially we launched in june 2021 um yeah we were about six months prior to that actually developing the app well it was even longer than that to be fair about eight months um launched it in june 2021 um, which ideally I would have liked to have had it launched a bit earlier than that, but just with the pandemic and all the rest of it, it delayed everything with in terms of development. And then we had our first year of actually, you know, properly testing it at home, of, um, you know, during harvest, as well as with our other contractors. And then by that, you know, sort of late 2021 into 2022, um, we then, you know, really started to develop a lot of the, the main functionality and sort of, I would have said by the end of sort of 2022, we had some proper, you know, a very key base of, of customers as well as some key features that we're now building on and we're now really um, pushing and marketing the product now. What sort of support have you got around you? What what, what sort of team um, are behind AgDrive? It's obviously myself. We've got, um, so we've got two in our, in our office. We've got another salesperson starting um, in, in two weeks' time, 
and I've also managed to leverage my dad's doing a bit of uh, sort of the sales side and as well as um, another member of staff um, on our contracting business who helps me along with, with some of the, the shows and as well as our in-house development team. Um, so yeah, we, there's, there's plenty behind the scenes and as well as, you know, I've got a lot of advice from, you know, from fam- family friends who are business consultants. So yeah, there's, there's a lot more behind the scenes than what, what meets the eye. Uh, uh, yes, I'm, I'm sure there is. Uh, and, and, um, is this run from your your home? Have you got a a world headquarters for Ag Drive? The world headquarters, as such, is bolted onto the end of our farm office. So we've got so it was used to be our our bait room for, for the farm business, and then when COVID hit, we were all social distancing. So then I've now taken over this uh, this room as now my office space. So yeah, so this is now the office. So it's it's fairly handy in regards to obviously I can still. Um, still see the insights into the contracting side as well as I do. I mean, the, the beauty of technology now is that I'm doing all my demonstrations all via Zoom, all online. I can be anywhere in the world, and that's the beauty of technology now. And it doesn't um, it, it doesn't rely on a on an internet signal or anything like that. You can work it if you happen to go offline. Yep. So we do have an offline mode as well, so it works completely offline, um, whether you're in in signal or not. Believe it or not, your mobile phone gives off a, a GPS signal um, no matter where you are in the world, if you've got signal or not. And then as soon as you come back into signal, then that job uploads back into the cloud. So, it, yeah, it works completely offline. Yeah, I think you mentioned earlier about the integration with um, uh, accounting software. Um, th- 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 there are three three systems at the moment that you feel it fully integrated with, is there? Yep, Zero, QuickBooks, and Sage. So, obviously, Sage is... A, very much uh very popular in the uk and then zero is very very popular in sort of in new zealand australia as well as the uk now new zealand based company and then intuit quickbooks we also integrate with which is an american company that is quite popular in the uk which we actually use at home i think you uh, exhibited at um at llama was was that last year um was that the first opportunity to put it in front of a a, a big public shall i say yeah, so the first the first proper show we did was Lama last year. Um, so that was in May, and that was delayed because of COVID. So it wasn't really too helpful for us because you know the majority of our target audience it was right at their busy time it, when they were silaging. So the contractors that we did see were all fairly local, and then obviously the guys that we were following up with, you know pretty much they have to get set up straight away. Um, otherwise they're gonna be they won't really give you the time of day. Yeah, it was it was a lot more successful this year was Lama for us. And I understand you you walked away with um, some awards. Yes, two awards, yes. We actually won the, the Digital Innovation Award in our category. And then we got put into the overall best innovation at the show and we won the founders trophy for the best overall innovation at the show and I got told that we are the first ever app to win the best overall, well, to win the best overall innovation at the Lama show. Um, so, yeah, that was, yeah, it's quite surreal, really. Um, do you have a, a an identifiable sort of user panel that, that, that provides you with feedback, or do you get your feedback from all the users? And Well, the, the beauty of having farmers and contractors who are very straight talking as your <laughs> user base if something doesn't work, they will let you know. And the beauty of the system is that obviously because we use it as well, we're always getting, we all, I always sort of half know 
a lot of the feedback from what stuff works and what doesn't. But I mean, I'm very open with all of our customers. Um, they're always giving me constant um, user feedback as well as, you know, giving me, um, you know, ideas for future developments as well. And that's the beauty of developing software. And since the um, since the launch then, Will, have you had to do many refinements, um, maybe add new features and so on? Yes, all the time. I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of software as well because, I mean, I wish I could wave my magic wand and just do all these different improvements for everyone. But particularly with, you know, developing software, you have to make it very universal for different businesses as majority of contracting businesses are very, very unique. And so, you know, each business is always going to tell you something that they desperately want, but you've always got to sort of take a step back all the time and and sort of think, you know, right, is this going to benefit um, the majority of our users? Particularly with a lot of our future developments, we just have to prioritize which one are going to benefit the majority of our users and put them first. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's always constantly evolving. And I mean, it would have been, it would have been nice to said, all right, develop this app and say, you know, I don't need to, you know, invest more in development, but it's, it's joys of developing software. So you have on the bottom of all your paperwork, ours is a policy of continual improvement and, or something similar. How do you, how do you best demonstrate to potential users the, the capabilities of the app? We do it in a number of different ways. The best, the best one is still always going to be face to face. You know, during exhibitions and whatnot, being able to show the user and look them in the eye and have a good natter about, you know, their farming business or you know, being a contractor. We also do it via Zoom, so we always with new customer with new customers. The majority of the time, we will do a one hour demonstration to show them through the app, as well as at the moment I've started new to twenty twenty three. I've started doing a monthly webinar that is open, so. I think our next our next webinar is going to be on the twenty second of March. You mentioned earlier that um, obviously during your your trip to Australia, what what sort of international potential has it got? Uh, hypothetically, the world is our oyster um, mm. because you know you put a bit of software on on the app on the app store, you put an app on the app store, and it's and anyone can download it, and it's just it's been bizarre really when we haven't really done any really you know proper marketing in some of these countries and we've got you know i mean our 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 user base is mainly in the uk and ireland but we've got users in australia new zealand uh, canada usa and then parts of europe as well it, it blows my mind really when we've got a contractor you know as far south as in the cargo in new zealand and then as far north as as uh, the highlands in scotland Indeed. So, I mean, there's obviously a lot of lot of potential. Are you are you are you pleased when you went into this? And will um, you, you might have had an idea of how it would perform and how it would sell. Um, are you are you pleased with the uh, results so far of what you've been able to do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you told me as a you know as a 24, 25 year old man uh, when I first sort of launched Ag Drive that would be in the position that we are now would have bitten your bitten your arm off. Um, but you know it's yeah it's don't get me wrong there's been a, there's been a lot of hard work in there and there's still a lot to go I mean it's it's a long old slog it's just like essentially opening a big can of worms now because obviously it's one of them things now where people are using it you can't just you know we're, we're con- continually going forward with, with, with development and I mean it's just fantastic now I mean I've gone from a essentially from working at home in the contracting business to now 
you know, ag tech entrepreneur employing X amount of staff. You sound extremely pleased with the progress. And I guess, and you mentioned it earlier on then, Will, um, that the, the probably there are a lot of industry sectors that could use this. I mean, I'm thinking probably of, of, of turf care contractors um, who are sort of fringe of agriculture, certainly, but uh, they would seem to be a market for you. Absolutely. It's not limited to it. I mean, as I was saying earlier, anyone who records a job, through a timesheet that they don't, essentially they don't need to be doing it and they, they want to do it for an app that links into common accounting software, that would link in um, very well. And I imagine there's a lot of turf care contractors out there, you know, maintenance guys who, you know, will cut, you know, grass for the councils. You know, we can provide that traceability and that job management system um, for them rather than just essentially writing down, you know, the job records on the back of a, a piece of paper. I mean, we're in 20, it's 2023 now. And everything is run on apps. You know, you go into you go into a, a big city, and it's and everyone's looking on the mobile phones. And I mean, as much as you know, it probably winds me up. It's also you know that's the way the world's going. I'm afraid, and we've just got to sort of adapt to it. Do you sometimes think that you might have a tiger by the tail? And it's very, I mean, obviously you you say that you're developing all the time, but um, uh, is it difficult to keep yourself on track and focused? Yes, you could say that. Yeah. Um, and that's why a lot of it is you really have to, particularly now, I mean, planning is, is very, very key. I know I've taken a lot of advice in regards to, you know, make sure, you know, you have a clear plan in your head. I mean, we're now using sales CRMs, you know, we're using proper, you know, workforce diaries to really, you know, plan out a lot of the development work going forward. Because, I mean, a lot of the time when we first kicked off, it was pretty much do, done through sort of um, word of mouth, you know, a lot a lot of teams, meetings and whatnot, whereas now, you know, we need to document everything, um, you know, just so we're on track with everything that we're doing. Well, look, uh, Will, I really do thank you for, for, for joining me today. It's It's been fascinating. Congratulations on everything that you've achieved to date and, and of course, the awards that you received. Um, and sort of going forward, what next? What where, where will you be in one year's time, five years' time, do you think? Or do you hope? I would like to say that really, within the next couple of years, I would really like to essentially professionalise the ag contracting sector and the, and the farming se- sector, take it out of out, out of the 20th century and more into the 21st century. And, you know, by doing this, by pretty much changing the way in which we've worked from, you know, just because our dad and our granddad have always done this doesn't mean, necessarily mean it's right. And I mean, I'm just trying to put a bit of professionalism back into the industry and just make everyone's life a bit more easier. And if I can do that for a percentage of you know farmers and contractors in the world then that's you know job well done as such i mean my my ideal mission is to automate the administration for agriculture well on that note i don't think uh, you can improve uh, on your your mission anyway will i really do thank you very much indeed it's been absolutely fascinating and i wish you as i said i wish you all the best um in the future yeah thank you very much chris thanks for having me Will Dunn has had a lot of success to date with AgDrive, but it is clear that he must keep his foot to the floor in order to constantly evolve and refine the app. He also needs to keep the focus on farming and contracting businesses as a first priority. But clearly, opportunities in other markets are there for the taking in the months 
and years ahead. So thank you once again to Will. I'm Chris Biddle. Thank you for joining me. And this is Inside AgriTurf. Music